0: hey guys welcome to this episode of the shit show of my 20s on this episode i got to talk with kiara and kiara is the owner of capsule boutique we got to talk about the story about how she got the idea and create her own online business and what her journey's been like so far how she balances having a full-time job running a business and being a mother of a toddler as well i hope you guys enjoy listening Awesome. Well, thank you, Kiara, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I'd love to start at the beginning of your journey. Um, tell me where you grew up in and what your life has been like so far. Yes. Yeah, so
1: I, I'm Kiara. I grew up in LA. Um, I live. Um, if you've heard of the La Park area or Baldwin Hills area, that's where I grew up. Um, I've school in Culver City, is on the west side up of LA. Um, yeah, so I grew up here, I've been here my whole life, um, raised, and um, I went to college at CSUN, which is a Cal State University, Northridge. Um, but yeah, which is in the valley, like 30 minutes away from where I live. So I've literally yeah, just been here my whole life. Um, I live in a, it's a majority black neighborhood, but I thought it was really cool growing up, um, going to school in Culver City, that it was very diverse. And um, from regard, been through 12th grade, like literally like all, all different races I've come in contact with. I had friends of all different races. And um, I think it was very beneficial like growing up and, and seeing that and being a part of a community where you see like all different kinds of people. So yeah, that's that's where I grew up. Um, my family's all from here; we're born and raised here um, for the last like two or three generations. So yeah, we we're all
0: here. <laughs> awesome. And tell me about um, your college experience and how you started design, how you started styling, and what drew you to clothes.
1: Yeah, so um, I always knew that I liked fashion, just from a young girl, um, just shopping and you know playing in clothes. Uh, but once I got to college, I realized that there was an actual, actual major for it, and it was um, it had fashion merchandising, which is the business side behind fashion, and it had fashion design. And so I knew that design wasn't my thing. Um, I'm not an artist. I never practiced like sketching. Or sewing or in that but um, when I heard fashion merchandising and found out what it was I was like hmm like that seems interesting let me go into that and so um, I did I declared my major as merchandising and my minor was marketing and they kind of went hand-in-hand hand. Um, and so I actually really enjoyed it I learned the whole business behind fashion how um, trends are forecasted, how, with the whole cycle of fashion, like how something can become very popular and then like die out quickly. I learned about um, color stories and how to, basically merchandising is how to sell a product to a customer, how to make it appealing for a customer to buy it. And so when you add the fashion part onto that, it's basically just how do you get customers' to buy these clothes and what's a cool way that makes them look at it and wanna be like, oh my God, I need that dress or I need that shirt. So um, I started learning about like windows, like when you go shopping at a mall, everyone has window displays and their their purpose is to capture your attention to make you wanna come into the store. And so a lot of times you see something in a window and you're like, oh my God, I need that. you know. So you, you go inside the store, and when you walk into a store, the way that it's set up, it's everything is planned like that for a reason to entice you to buy it. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, everything from like the paint color on the walls, the signs that you see of uh, um, the different colors they're putting together, how are they grouping the styles together? You know, you may have jackets on one rack and then shirts on another rack, or you may have things that are, that are on sale and other things. Price. It's like, well, why are these on sale? But you learn that that's because those are older styles or those are colors that are not trending right now. So that's why the items are on sale. It's just, it's a lot more that goes into it that I never realized just being like a shopper. So I thought that was really the thing. And I realized I was pretty good at it because I was working retail like the whole time throughout my college experience and things that I was learning, I was realizing you know, I was actually doing the work also, so, um, it really just went hand in hand, and yeah, I was interested in it, and it was fun, I thought it was fun to be creative, and, um, not so much focused on selling to customers directly, but doing, like, the the behind-the-scenes work, I thought that was fun, and I was actually able to, like, get my hands dirty and actually be the person doing it, so, um, yeah after after college um my jobs were all retail based and um based in visual merchandising and yeah, literally like i'd be the person in the stores like folding the shirts on the table or how do i make you know how do i make this rack look nice how do i put an outfit together for the mannequin so um but yeah it was, it was interesting to me and i just really enjoyed it the whole process
0: and how did you come up with your own collection?
1: So, um, my original idea for Capsule um, stemmed from a project that I was doing in a year of college. And our task was to create a store from the ground up or create a brand and the ground up and make it come to life. So we had to literally the work from coming up with the name what kind of items are we going to sell where was the location of the store going to be what was our budget how are we going to get the clothes um just everything how are we going to market it and brand it and um every day we would come in that class was yeah three to four months long and every day we would come in working on a new part of the store and so at the end of the semester i presented my idea Which was basically offering women um, simple clothes that were gonna last you years after year and throughout the season. So I hate when I'm shopping and trying to find a shirt or an outfit. I hate sometimes when you go into a store and it's just like so many choices and so many options. And you can be in the store for like two or three hours and still not have everything you need. So I liked for my idea. I wanted my store to be simple and to the point. I wanted it to be like color coordinated. So if you come into my store, this was a physical location that we had to do. So I pictured like, if you're coming into my store and you're looking for a red shirt, go to the red section and it'll it'll be right there. You know, or for a blue shirt, there will be a blue section, and just make everything more simple and easy. and so yeah, that was my idea. That it for my class, and a lot of my classmates liked it, and I got a good grade from my professor. Um, and after that, it kind of just stuck with me for a couple years after, and that's where my initial idea came from. Um, I changed a lot of things up since then, like it's not a physical location, it's online now. Um, that was easier for me to do, so I went that route changed the name I forgot what the name was but now it's app um, but yeah a lot of my ideas research that I did back then are what I use in my store
0: now and when you're like looking for let's say you're looking for a clothing item what things do you look at in the clothing item like how do you know this is a clothing item I want this is what people are going to like
1: Um, I like to, I base it off of my personal style. I feel like I like to interpret my own ideas into my book that it feels like it's a part of me. So if I'm literally shopping for, you know, my items and I see something I like or that I would wear, I'm like, okay, let's get it. You know, I like it. I know I live with it. Um, I want people to come to my store because maybe they see me and how I'm dressed and they're like, oh, I like like what she's wearing, but not her brand. So that's how I go about it. Um, I pay attention to trends that is a a part of it. So I like to see, I pay more attention to the the styles that are trending versus like colors and patterns because I feel like um, the patterns and colors are what change every season. But the four styles are kind of, what, like sticks year after year. So, for example, like, when skinny jeans first came out, that was, like, a new style that was trending, but they've been around now for, like, years. So I focus on that. You can get them in a whole bunch of colors, you know, but I focus on just the basic style. So, um, so yeah, I pay attention to, um, I read a lot of magazines. I um research online just you know spring 2020 trends or fall 2020 trends because they're always planned ahead of time and I kind of just take notes and um take pictures or, or create mood boards or so I know what to expect so that when I go shopping I already have those ideas in my
0: head is there already trends you think are going to come out soon that haven't come out yet that you're like predicting this is going to be like the new thing
1: uh, it's hard to predict, you know, too far out, but I do know um, just recently the trends are changing from like skinny denim, skinny jeans, to a more like bigger, looser fit. So now you're seeing, um, instead of like skinny high waist jeans, you're seeing like mom jeans now, which are, they're still high waist, but they're like um, looser in the hip and thigh area. Um, you're seeing boyfriend jeans which have kind of been around for a a minute but they're kind of like coming back now boyfriend jeans um they have pants are called like paper bag style where they're high waist and they have a tie but they're in the leg part so you're seeing a lot of um bigger denim styles that are trending right now versus the tight skinny thing that's been you know pretty popular for the past couple of years um you're also seeing um a lot of the genes are ankle length they're not going all the way down anymore they are stopping like maybe like five six inches above where your foot would be that's a new thing um and so all these genes all these mom jeans and stuff yeah they're they're they stop like a little bit past your calf and that's i'm pretty sure that's not going to for a couple of years so, yeah, it's, it's hard to pinpoint past that, but that's what I've noticed in the last couple
0: of months that I don't Are there any, like, old trends you want to come back? Well, that's a
1: good question. Um, well, you know, when I was younger, I used to really be into, like, bell-bottom jeans, like flares. And I love them, but then the skinny jean came in. So everyone switched over. But I have noticed now that, yeah, there's a lot of jeans now that are similar to like a flare fit. And that's something that I really liked (laughs) as a kid. Um, So I'll probably end up buying like some flare jeans soon um, that I really liked. Um, What else? I feel like a lot of our, a lot of the styles from when I was growing up have come back actually. Right. Like, yeah, the bigger pants, um, the neon colors, the really bright colors, um, this whole like tomboy kind of like oversized look. I feel like when I was growing up, like, yeah, it was cooler to wear like baggy pants and like, you know, bigger, bigger clothes. And now it's like, that's the fashion right now. So Yeah, I feel like they have all come back.
0: And what's your favorite part about styling?
1: Um, So styling, I just like that you can be creative and um, you can put together outfits that don't necessarily have to make sense. It it could be something that I would never wear on the street. But for this purpose or for this... um, Whatever theme that you're styling for, it makes sense, so you can go for it. Um, for my brand, the way that I style is very, um, very simple, and, and what you would wear like day to day. But I have had styling jobs where the the mood or the theme was completely different from your everyday. Maybe it was glam, maybe it was like dark and um, like moody. Like I've had all, I've been on types of like all different types of sets where. I've been able to be like completely creative and um, it's cool that you can just look like the sky's the limit and you can put outfits together and, um, seeing the end product of like the actual photo that you were styling for and seeing how everything came together. Um, is really cool to me. Um, it's also like, well, I never knew that I could even put something like this together there, you know, but if you have like the resources to do it, um, and you find like creative pieces to put together, then it, it comes out
0: really really cool. And when you're, what like style tips would you give to someone? Let's say like someone who's not into fashion. What what tips would you give her?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I always say number one, you have to dress for your body type. Mm-hmm. You have to really know like. There, and I learned this in school too like everyone has a certain body type you can be hourglass, you can be square, you can be triangle, like literally like it's all drawn out like on a chart which was really interesting to learn too but um, certain things that are trending and popular may not fit your body type so you have to alter it for yourself so um, right now like uh Sometimes, like, halter tops are in or, like, crop tops or, not crop tops, um, sleeveless or, like, tube tops are in. But, like, for me personally, I have very broad shoulders. So a halter top on me, I don't feel like it's flattering on me because my, my shoulders are pretty broad and they, like, stand out. So me knowing that, instead of getting a halter top, I may try, like, a one-sleeve one top. Or something a little bit different because although it's cute on this girl or it's really cute or it's trending for me I don't feel like it's you know flattering for my body type so you, you have to alter it um, also um, the skinny jeans again like skinny jeans are, are in they've been in now they're coming in like high waist or low waist um, my waist is pretty high so for me to wear like for me to wear high waist jeans, like they have to I have to get a certain kind of high waist jean for it to actually be high waist on me because I have a really long torso. So certain tips like that, you just if you know your body, you know like what's gonna look good. Um also I try to stick with I try to highlight one thing on my body that I wanna show off and that I feel confident about. Um And I stick to that one area for the day. So say it's hot outside, I'm going to show off my legs. I may um, be a little more, like, conservative up top. And maybe I have my arms covered. Or maybe, like, instead of having a tank top and shorts, I may have, like, shorts and, like, a sweater or something. And I feel like it highlights that one area. I think the fashion right now is really... um, It's really like sexual and sexy and, you know, you're showing a lot of skin and I don't think everyone's comfortable with that. And although it looks cool and it looks cute, it may not be realistic for everyone. So I think if you have like, you know, if you have really nice legs or if you want to show off your, I don't know, your cleavage or something like pick one and stick to that and then go a little more conservative on on other parts. And I think it comes together really tastefully when you do that.
0: And what has your journey been like? How have you been balancing like motherhood and having your own business and styling? How do you balance all of that? Um, it's hard. <laughs>
1: it's really hard, um, but it's very rewarding in the end. I think um, I always have to prioritize um, my son first. Obviously, um, he's only two, so he takes a lot of my you know my time and energy but at the same time, like he's also like my motivation to want to do things out the box and, um, and build my own business and like, you know, try to bring in more money and stuff. Like he's the whole reason why, why I would even do any of this. So, um, yeah, as long as he's straight and as long as he's good, I know that I can, um, push forward and do the things that I need to do for him. But, um, But it's a lot, literally I have to, um, I wake up super early, I'm up at like 4.30 in the morning because I also work, a a you know, I have a a normal job outside of um, my boutique. So um, I do visual merchandising for guests and we have to be up, we have to be at work at like 6 a.m. So I have to wake up at like 4.30, get my son together, take him to daycare. And then go to work, do everything at work. Come back home, pick him up, and then my time at home is either you know spending time with him, and maybe after he goes to bed, that's when I'm working on my business. So there's nights where I don't go to sleep until midnight, you know, if I'm if I'm really getting into something. Um, but I think you just have to. I've had to learn to uh, just do time management and really plan out, like, and schedule out my days and my weeks, um, so that I can get everything done, because it is a lot, but, um, I do have a lot of family support to help me with my son, and so, um, there's days where, you know, he's visiting his dad, or he's with my parents, or something, and so I have a day to myself to be able to either just, like, rejuvenate and, and get my my myself together, or I can focus on the business, or I can, you know, plan photo shoots or whatever that I need to do, so um, yeah, it, it is about time management, but I also don't put too much pressure on myself to get everything done in one day either, like there's, there's days where it's just not all gonna get done, and that's okay I'll just plan it out for the next day and I have to be okay with that um so yeah, you have to be flexible. I give myself deadlines and timelines that are realistic so um, so that I don't disappoint myself. Um, but yeah, as long as, as long as my son is good, he has a good daycare, you know, I have good family that I'm around him, um, then yeah, I'm able to, to move forward.
0: What has been the biggest thing that your son taught you? Ooh, uh,
1: I think patience, (laughs) one, patience and um, being grateful for what you have, like when you have a baby around you who's learning every day and seeing things for the first time, like the way he gets excited about little things, it could be something so small that we overlook every day, it could be, I don't know, it could be me throwing something in the trash Right, we have like an electric trash can, so you press the button and it opens up. You throw the trash away and you close it. Like that's something that will be exciting to him, seeing that. And to me, I'm like, well, I'm just throwing the trash away, like whatever, but little moments like that, like he takes it in and he gets excited about it. And so it causes you to just sometimes just sit and realize like what you have and just be grateful for it. And, um, not compare your situation to other, you know, there's, I've gone through like hard times, obviously, with, with being a mom, I'm a single mom, mm-hmm. and trying to like get everything together, but there's people who have it way worse than I have. There's people that are, you know, who don't have any family to help them, or, or, or who are not working and not able to provide financially, you know, so I think just having, Especially because he's two, so he's at that age where everything is, like, he's learning everything. So just seeing his reactions to things, it reminds me to just kind of, like, slow down and and take in what you have and be grateful for it. And know that this is not your situation forever, either. Because every day he's growing, he's going to get older, I'm going to get older. Our situations are going to change. I may get different jobs here and there you know what I mean like if you're not going to just be stuck in whatever situation you're in like everything's going to progress and move forward whether you're ready for it or not so um that's something that I really I've learned um since being a mom yeah
0: and visual merchandising what what is that <laughs> like what exactly is that look like
1: yeah so Visual merchandising is basically getting the product from like production to a consumer. Mm-hmm. So when you have a product, and I'll stick to clothes because uh, that's my field, but you can do it for other other industries as well. But um, So for clothes, it goes through a whole product cycle where, one, someone has to design it on paper or on a computer. Someone has to make it. Someone has to mass produce it so that you have all different sizes. You have to get it from the warehouse to the store, right? You have to set it up in a store and present it to the customer and then the customer buys it. So it goes through all these different stages. And so visual merchandising is the part where we have this product. How are we going to make it appealing to a customer to buy it? So I like to say like, Visual merchandising is the difference between walking into, like, a Ross or a TJ Maxx versus, like, a Bloomingdale's or a Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. So when you go into Ross or TJ Maxx, everything is kind of just on a rack, and it's not really by color or anything. You have to just go through and find your deals, and that's how you shop. But when you go to, like, a Nordstrom's or even, like, a Forever 21. One, things that are, are merchandised as concepts or by color, by style, by season. And so it makes it a little bit easier and more appealing for people to want to shop. Like, oh, it's summertime. I need shorts and tank tops. So their display will have, you know, shorts and tank tops and hats and bathing suits. And it's all tied together with maybe posters or signs or something that makes you want to come in to that, you know, spot in the store. So. That's my job, is taking it from just a product to basically, like, a display, which helps with selling it, because if I have a shirt, and I'm just like, here, buy this shirt, you might be like, uh, like, I don't know, but if, if you see it on a mannequin, you see it with a pair of jeans, and you see it with a... Um, that's my job is getting getting people excited and, and wanting to come buy this product.
0: And have you used your experience from that towards your own boutique? Have you learned from all these different things and then incorporated it into your business?
1: Yeah, um, I've tried to take everything I've learned from college, um, working retail, because I've, I've worked for retail since I was like 17. Like, that's the only industry I've ever really been in. Um, and so just working retail, you, you do learn a lot about, um, you know, the product. And you see all the different phases of it from when it's brand new to when it's on clearance. You know, so sometimes you have to ship it out because it didn't sell. Like, you just learn a lot being in the field. So for my store... I think that's what drove me to even want to have my own store in the first place. It's just being in the industry and really understanding what it is. Um, so yeah, for me, um, I enjoy visual merchandising in person. I like being in the actual store and folding the items and making the racks and doing the mannequins. Um, but I've had to switch that to an online mindset because Mm. my boutique is online and that's just the way the world is going Mm. um so with my brand I do still try to make sure all the colors make sense I try to make it visually appealing so when you come to my website or my Instagram everything is you know continuous and it makes sense and it flows nice and it's just nice to look at you know Um, I have a lot of fun on our photo shoots because that's when I get to actually play with the product. So um, that's when I'm styling. That's when I'm... Sometimes I'm at home and I'm doing product photos and the clothes aren't actually on a mannequin, but maybe they're, like, laid out in a certain way or they're folded a certain way. And um, I like being able. That's where my visual merchandising skills come in to say, oh, I can fold this shirt this way and it can look interesting and I can put a pair of shoes over here and I can... I don't know, put it on this cute rug at home and make it you know, just make it look nice. Nicer than just like here by the shirt, you know? So um yeah, I definitely try to incorporate everything I've I've learned.
0: And I love I, I went to your Instagram page and I love how it has like uh have kind of like a boho vibe, like a comfortable vibe, like has a very comfortable energy. Like you want to sit there on the chair, you want to wear the shirt. You want to, you it's it's just a yeah. very good energy. I think you put a lot of detail into it.
1: Yeah, I try to and I and I want that's my personal energy. Like that's how I want to be perceived. That's how I want to be when I'm at home. I want to be comfy but still cute, you know, but still um like I put effort into it at the same time, um, but that I didn't overdo it. Yeah, I, that's what it's like so yeah. I try to incorporate my personal style and and how I'm feeling into my my brand and my Instagram. And I do want you. I'm glad that you feel that way because yeah, when I when people come to my page or to my website, I do want them to feel a certain vibe. Or I want them to tell like, oh, this is Kiara's page or this is Capsule. Like it's different from, you know, a Forever 21 or, you know, a Fashion Nova, like, it's a different vibe, so that is what I try to focus on and make sure that that, that is seen.
0: And have you had any, like, limiting beliefs or anything come up for you when you're, like, creating your own collection? Were you, like, worried, um, there's already so many collections out there, what's going to make mine different? Did you have any, like, problems creating it, or were you just, like, No hesitancy?
1: Uh, No, I was definitely hesitant. Um, Like I said, this came from a school project. So um, this was my senior year of school. I graduated, what, four years ago now. So I've had this idea sit in my head for like three years. Mm before I actually put it out and put work into it because I was hesitant. I'm like, how am I going to, one, how am I going to do this? Because at the time it was going to be a physical location and that takes money. I'm like, I don't have money to open up an actual storefront, you know? So that went from, okay, I can't do it, you know, at an actual store. So I'm going to try to do it online, but there's so many things online, you know, how am I going to make it different? Um What's my first step? because although I um, studied it in school, like we didn't learn what's the actual first step you take to make an online business. you know, So I still had to do research even after I graduated. So literally this same time last year, um, I wasn't working, I was just home with my son um, and I had some extra downtime. I was on my computer every day like, researching okay what's the first step to opening your an online store do I I thought I had to get a trademark like I, there was just so many things I had to learn like I I, um, I had one of my friends design my logo for me I came up with the name she designed my logo then I was like oh shoot maybe do I need to get this trademarked like so I went through that whole process and found out no you don't have to get a trademark yet because it's not an actual Thing yet, you know, it's just your idea. So then I had to scratch that. Then I had to learn about getting a wholesaler's license, then a seller's permit, and each state had different regulations on that. So I had to learn about what to do in California. Then I had to file, um, they call it a fictitious business name, which is where you're doing business. As yourself, but under another name. So I had to learn about that. Um, It was just so many like steps that I had never even heard about before. So that took me another like two, three months to learn about that. Um, Then money is always an issue. You know, I'm I'm like, okay, how am I going to fund this? How am I going to be able to buy my product? What if it doesn't sell? Um, So I was a I actually took my tax return from last year and that's what I used and saved to be able to start everything because um yeah there were certain things that cost that I didn't know about um and yeah it was just all a process and the whole time I'm like even now like it's really new I opened up in August so it hasn't even been a year yet that I've been open and I'm still learning things um I have some items that didn't sell, you know, so I can figure out what to do with that, and you know, a lot of stuff is just, like, it's hesitant. I'm a one-woman show. I do everything by myself, but it's not like I have a team, or it's not like I can hire someone to really help me, so, um, yeah, there's times where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but again, like, with my son, and um, knowing that this is really a passion of mine, and I've been into fashion since a young girl, and that's what keeps me going, and it's fun for me, so um, I feel like, yeah, as, as time goes on, I feel like people will hopefully, like, recognize it as its own brand, I do try to make sure it's different from other people and other brands that I see, you know, I'm constantly thinking of, okay, how is, what's the difference between Capsule and any other you know, online boutique, what can I do to, to switch it up, so, um, yeah, it's just a learning process, and you just have to go into it knowing that, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road, and it's not going to all be perfect, but as long as you, like, have your vision for what it is, then then it'll be good, so, so, so far so good, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm still I'm still new, <laughs> So I'm still learning every day,
0: yeah. <laughs> and what what have been what has been like the biggest lessons that you've learned in your twenties so far? How old are
1: you? I'm twenty six.
0: Okay, so you're still learning, but like somewhere mid twenties, <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm twenty six. Um but I do feel like twenty six is a lot different from like twenty one. Mm. You know, like not quite thirty yet, but I think you do I think once you hit like twenty five your view and your vision starts to change. How old are you, by the way?
0: Yeah,
1: I'm 19. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, you um, said, so what's the biggest lesson I've learned in my 20s? Um, I think one, like, your 20s is your time to, so, like, live it up, honestly. Like, it's your time to have fun. You don't have a lot of things to worry about yet, especially if you don't have kids yet, you know. Like, here, that's your time to be fun, let loose, experience things, travel. Like, still, you're still growing up, so still be responsible, you know, when you're learning how to be responsible and how to become an adult. But it's still your time to just have fun and make memories and not have to too much about anything you don't have kids you don't have a bunch of bills yet you know you may still be like under your parents support you may just be getting out on your own so you're learning that responsibility but but really it's not like it's not that much to worry about so have fun Um, but also like don't waste time in your 20s or not waste time because you're you're still learning, you're going to grow from all your experiences. But um, if there's like a talent you have, or an idea you have, or, you know, something you're thinking about doing, just try it. I feel like your 20s are your time to try it. Mm-hmm. And even if it fails, like, so what, you're still what 22, 23, 24, like, you still have your whole life to, to do to figure it out, you know, so I feel like it's your time for trial and error. And I think looking back on when I was like early 20s, I was trying to be so focused on like school and work and what am I going to do next? And what's my career? And I need to graduate and, you know, all those types of stresses that I feel like I probably should have indulged a little bit more. I probably should have tried to travel some more or, um, you know, still make sure my schoolwork and stuff got done, but again, I had this idea in college, like, I could have tried to do this four years ago, instead of now, you know, so, yeah, I just think, just go for it, like, live live life in your 20s, don't be too stressed out, because the older you get, you're going to have more stresses, like, it's not going to go away, mm-hmm. so things I was stressing about at 21, like, I have a child now, you know, like, it's a different level of stress now, and different level of responsibility than back then, you know? So that's what I would say, yeah.
0: <laughs> and are there any questions you wish I would have asked you? <laughs> um,
1: that's a good question. Um, maybe I can maybe I could share with you a low point that I had and, mm-hmm. and uh, how I got out of that, because I know when you are starting something new or just in general in life, like you're going to have low points and, and it's inevitable. And so I think it's important to everything looks nice and stuff on Instagram and on my website, but I've, I have gone through things, you know, to, that happened before me for a while I was, you know, trying to start this also. Um, so I'll stay with you a little if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a relationship with my, my son's father. Obviously we're together and um, everything was fine. Um, we had a son. Wednesday I was 100% ready for a child yet, but that's you know my decision that I decided to take. And um, me and his father ended up breaking up. And so after that breakup, um, I wasn't working at the time. I didn't have money coming in at the time. I ended up having to move home with my parents. That was the best option for me, and um, I had to like basically just start everything over. And so it was—I it, was what 25. was about a year and a half ago. So like 25, my son was barely one, um, and I just got to a point where I was just like, "What am I going to do?" Like. How did I get to this point, and how am I gonna get out of this? And so, um, that's when I really started going into like certain ideas that I had before. That's when I had, you know, thought about my project from before and starting a store, but also just like, what do I do to make sure I'm never in this place again? You know, and. Um, so, yeah, I started doing the search, I started putting the work in. Everything you do, like, if you do have an idea or a new concept or a talent, like, you're going to have to work for it. It doesn't just come overnight. Um, I think a lot of people, when you're in your 20s, you think that things just happen quick and just overnight. And that's not, that's not how it happens. Like, you have to put work into it. You have to really focused on your craft or whatever it is that you're doing. So I decided, okay, I'm really going to focus on this store and I'm going to put the work in. I'm going to do the research and I'm going to, um, just work hard to make sure I never hit this place again. So, um, and like I said, I was still working. Once I did get a job, I was working. I had my son to take care of. I was tired, you know, I had certain days where I'm just like, "Ah, I just want to sleep, you know, but, um, if it's something you're truly passionate about, then and then you have to put the work in for it to, to see the benefits of it. And so, um, yeah, probably for like three, it took me about three, four months before I got my new job. So during that time, that's when I really just started going in on researching and um, I had to find a daycare for my son and just, you know, all the things that life was throwing at me, I had to do it and I had to realize... Um, my strengths and weaknesses of myself as a person so it was like okay I went to college I'm smart you know I studied this like this is something I already put the some of the work in for it so let me focus on those things that I know I'm already good at you know but at the same time maybe I'm not so good at I don't know the, doing the business part, doing the research part and learning these new concepts like there's things I don't know yet, you know, so I had to take time, like I knew I was good on the styling, I knew I was good at picking clothes out like I knew that, but I didn't know about the, the business behind it, so I had to really learn and decide like okay, I'm going to really dive into this and learn those steps so that I can put this all together, so I think if you know, like don't go into like, oh I, I know I'm good at this. I'm just gonna, you know, it's just gonna be easy. I'm gonna put a store together. I'm gonna sell clothes and that's it. Like, you know, really put the time and effort to make sure you understand your craft and your passion will just help it blossom to what you want it to be.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I love that. And where can, um, where can people connect with you?
1: Yeah, so my, um, my store is Capsule Boutique. Um, It's on Instagram, K-A-P-S-U-L-E, Boutique, is B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E, just Capsule Boutique. Um, You'll see me on there. My website is CapsuleBoutique.com. It's all connected. The link is in the bio. Um, My personal Instagram is Kiera, K-I-A-R-A, dot Hatcher, H-A-T-C-H-E-R, um, and again, my link for capsule is on there as well. Um, but yeah, check us out. We're on Facebook also, um, capsule boutique. Um, but I'm mostly on Instagram. Like for me, it's, it's just a better avenue. So we're on Instagram. Um, we just dropped our new hoodies, which are actually exclusive to capsule and they're, um, they're not wholesale. They're something I actually created for my brand. So, um, we just dropped our new hoodies. They say confidence is key on them, and I and I feel like that's just a good message mm-hmm. to put out in the world. And especially if you're going through things and you're passionate about certain things, like be confident and know that yes, you're good at it and that you can do it. And I think that'll that'll help you out in the long run. And so, yeah, we just dropped those. I'm super excited. Um, I'm gonna hopefully when this quarantine is over um get back into creating a couple more styles the hoodies that so i've been getting a good uh, reaction from them and and yeah they're just gonna push through and um hopefully drop like a new summer collection in in the next like month or so depending on how things are <laughs> are yeah. going but yeah <laughs> definitely
0: definitely Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you know someone who might resonate with this story, please share it with them. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.